Greetings and welcome everyone. This is Chief Yuya and I want to give you something today uh, in this podcast and this broadcast and this video cast, wherever it goes out to. And I'm going to I want to give you something that I know you need to have and I know you need to have it because I can sense it. And I spoke recently about, you know, the times that we're in in this kind of this not kind of, but this actual and, and this uh, truthful renewal that the world is going through right now and purge even of sorts, you know, and I said, now is a good time to, you know, certain things that you've been considering doing to do them, you know, while you still have the opportunity and while you still have the ability. But I'm going to also say in relationship to that, uh, there's some things that you need to stop doing. And this is the time to stop. And that's what I want to speak to you about uh, in this session. Now is the time to stop. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Um, I know, you know, just to just to refresh for those who may not remember, you know, I spoke about us kind of being in this what we'll call we'll call a downtime. Things have slowed up for most people a bit, of course, unless you you work in an industry where your um your essential skills are needed now, you know, more than ever. But for the majority of, of uh people who are in shelter in or lockdown regions, you know, things have kind of slowed up. I've been seeing a lot of um complaints about boredom, you know, as well and um people just kind of feeling like um, you know, just very antsy, very restless maybe even a level of stress and frustration just because they can't do the things that they would normally uh, do. And now is not an opportunity to just kind of extend a durational sort of um, way of thinking or a durational conception, but now is really a time for us to all say, okay, got a moment, things cooled off a little bit, some things I just are just out of my control at this point. Things that I may still even be worried about in this moment. Can't do anything about. So that's just what it is. I just have to, you know, just have to wait it out or, or whatever your situation may be. But it's something I want to say to you all that I think um, I know you need it. And it's you got to stop. There's some things you need to stop doing, right? And I'm saying that to those who need to hear it, because I know there's a lot of you who need to hear it. I spoke recently, I, I did a post and I spoke about the value of 33 or the value of three and what that represents and what it, it brings forth, you know, in this season. And of course, there are things that we can build on and things that we can initiate and so forth and so on. And of course, three represents that movement of independence. You know, when you have one, of course, you have the lone integer. You have uh, what, what many of us would conceptualize as, as having a God or, or a deification of some sort of energy because it's it's prime. It's the first one. And then there's a suitable mate that's created with the two because one should not be alone. And then after the two, there comes a three and the three now does not have a bond pairing like one and two have the, you know, of course, the three make a trinity or make a cycle, but the three is to itself now. So it has the opportunity to now venture out and do its own thing. If you can picture, it's almost like a child. Uh, sometimes you may have a, a yard or even just a space and you may be in the, in the kitchen or the living room with your spouse and watching a movie or engaged in some kind of grown-up conversation and your child just has been in the backyard playing for an hour just playing with worms and looking at dirt talking to ants you know looking at the birds or they may just be in their room or reading a book but they're off on their own explorative journey and they don't necessarily have the uh mating obligation of a of a pair right so that three represents that breaking away, if you will, uh, the reclaiming of your freedom. Well, 
This is an important thing that a lot of you need right now. And you need to not only listen to it, you need to apply it in a real way. You need to apply it in a real, real, real way. Um, it's time to let go. It's time to let go. Now, what do you need to let go of? All of the things that you're iffy about. <laughs> All of the things that you're unsure about. It's time to let those things go. Okay. Um, you know, you know the way I teach. A lot of times I don't just say do this, but sometimes uh, a message or a revelation comes through so clear and so distinct that it has to be delivered in the you need to do this type of manner. Um, like I said, we're in a time where you have the option and the possibility to launch out and do many great things and, you know, uh, catch up if you will, on all the things that you've wanted to do. But you also have the option now to look at all the things you've been doing that your heart isn't in. You see, that you just don't really have a love for, but you're doing it for reasons a lot of times are based on your humanity, which I'll address in just a moment. Um, this is a time now, and, and, and I'm, and I want, certain populations to listen to me very intensely, one of which being uh, my um, my entrepreneurs and the other ones being those who are really natural introverts, but push beyond it. OK, uh, a lot of us, we are engaged in certain business practices that or certain business formats and stratagems and arrangements that don't necessarily speak to where we are spiritually, intellectually, culturally, and emotionally anymore. Which our, our heart is really just not there. And remember, your heart cradles the seat. It's the Okan. The Okan cradles the Ori, or the consciousness of the head, or the connection to, to the Creator, to the Most High. So, a lot of us are engaged in certain work that maybe even on, it own, on its own is honorable work. And it's it's very difficult for us to pull away from it also because we may see that it's serving certain populations in a certain way or it's bringing dignity to our name and dignity to what we are able to put our hands to. So as a result, it's like, well, I don't want to I don't want to give this up. You know, I don't want to stop doing this because of what it means for me, you know, what it means for other people in this season of purging and renewal. You're having a, you're getting an opportunity to look at everything you've been doing and do something else. You know, I've hit rock bottom more than one time, more than more than I can count. You know, whether it was like like looking through sofa cushions for change, then use all the change in the sofa cushions. You know, um, just I don't want to say everything that <laughs> that I've done to uh, accumulate wealth, but there's been times where, yeah, Mojo just wasn't working and I, and I had to fall back and then come back again, fall back, come back again, fall back. And that's a part of development as a young man or as a woman sometimes where you, you're kind of learning your, your groove and getting your stride on what works for you and what doesn't work for you. But also you're going through an, ex you're going through experiences where, like I said before, uh, your first half of your life, you're pretty much living for the world. And then in your second half, you get an opportunity to live for your soul. So sometimes when you're living for the world, you're doing a lot of things that don't necessarily bring the greatest fortune to you, at least sustained fortune, fortune, continual fortune, because your heart ain't in it. Right. So you're kind of always winding back and forth between what's going to work and what doesn't work. You see. Um, so I've been there before. And one of the beautiful things that rock bottom has done for me every time it's occurred is that it's allowed me to reassess, to make certain uh, course corrections or to readdress. What is it that I'm really doing? And if I get this thing back or that back, or if I go to, uh, let's say, um, I've never really had anything repossessed, but you know, I, I've been in situations where like I had a car, like I had a car towed. I remember, uh, one time when I was very young, 
And I got to a moment, I went through so much headache with this, with getting the car back. It was actually the police who stole it. And they, they went to auction it at a police auction. And then it is a whole long story. A cop ended up buying it. Um, but I remember when I found out, you know, I kept, I had put stolen reports in and everything and calling regularly. We don't know where it's at. We don't know where it's at. Then one day, one of my elders was like, whatever happened to your car? And I was like, ah, they never recovered it. So he was like, you know what? Give me the phone number. Let me, I'm just curious. Let me call. I'm curious. He called. Oh yeah, we have that. We're auctioning that in two days. Right. Um, so I had to pay some, some, they charged me for like recovering it, the storage, everything. I paid all this money. Then when I went to go get it, they came up with this other fee. And I remember it was, it, it was, it was maybe $1,500. And, uh, at the time I had just finished paying, um, uh, semester's tuition and I used to pay my tuition in cash. So I just finished paying my tuition. Um, then this happened and then they were like, Oh, you got to give us. And I, and I just kind of looked at the person behind it. I never forget. I waited on this long, long, long line. I had to go to this building, go to that building, go to that building. And I just looked and I said, you know what? Keep it <laughs> right. The car was worth more than what they were asking for. But I got to a point where I just said, I don't want to go. This, this is not what I want to do anymore. And when I thought the car was gone and I had to take the bus and the train and, you know, I, I did what I needed to do and I was okay. It didn't, it didn't kill me. And at the time, can you imagine I was, uh, I, that's when I, I owned a barbershop. I was taking a, uh, I was a full-time student in college and I was working two other jobs on top of the barbershop and owning the barbershop, you know, so I'm, I'm never sleeping. <laughs> you know, when I used to sleep, it would be on a train. Prior to that, I'd sleep in my car. And then, you know, so I was, you know, just go home to shower and change my clothes and go to the next thing. So, but I made it work somehow, um, made it work. Right. So sometimes when you get through those really desperate situations, you, you get to a point where you recognize what it is that you're able to function with and what you don't really need to function. Right. And this is a time for us all to kind of take a look at some of the activities of our day, um, the activities of our life and make decisions. Some of us are, are wrapped up in businesses that we don't love anymore. We haven't loved it for a long time. And because we're around certain people who maybe have not achieved the level of um, advancement that we have in progression, we can't really talk to them. We can't really tell them, I'm tired of doing this or my heart isn't in this, or I'm sick of, of even maybe the way I'm doing the business, maybe the things that I'm, I'm presenting. I can't tell you how many pastors and bishops I counsel. And that has been shared with me over 20 years, going back, how many pastors I've sat across and have said, you know, I don't believe some of the stuff anymore. You know, some of this stuff I don't, you know, I've been studying this other stuff and this I'm, I'm still preaching and I'm still doing what I have to do, but I don't, my heart isn't in it. Yeah, that's a common thing. But you also know like what I'm doing something good. I'm helping people. And there's so many people who depend on me and so forth and so on, but my heart isn't in it. Right. Uh, so what does that mean? Well, that means my soul isn't directing towards it, you know, and this is a season now to really search yourself, whether it comes to, to business, but also relationships, even your, your current goal set. And to ask yourself, is it time to quit? You know, there's nothing wrong with walking away from a bad investment. You know, we, we have this, this stigma that's put on the idea of quitting, but you know, a prudent, uh, business person or prudent person who's involved in free enterprise, knows that there is a time to walk away. And, you know, we, we're given an opportunity now to jump out of the, jump off the porch, like there's a term we use, but we're given an opportunity now to jump off the porch differently. You know, um, people have very short attention span. You'd be surprised. Uh, especially melanin rich people. We're not a pe people of memory. 
this little time of, of locking in and shutting in, however long it's going to be, a couple months, six months, seven months, eight months, you could emerge as something completely different. People wouldn't even be like, oh, you're switching up on us. People would just be happy enough to be outside. You know, so it, and you can use these things as an excuse, right? I remember when I had my first child, that pregnancy was my excuse for everything. Everybody wanted to borrow money, wanted to kick it with me. Why you didn't call me back? Da, 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 da. Hey man, I got the seed coming. Hey, my seed. Hey, my seed's coming. I got my seed. You know, I could, uh, when I bought my first home, same thing. Hey man, you know that was a lot of work. You know, I'm having a house, man. You know that. So <laughs> I was able to use all of those different and capitalize on all those different opportunities. Uh, and maybe it's a little cowardly, <laughs> you know, instead of just saying straight up, I didn't call you back because you don't talk about nothing. You know, you know what I mean? But um, you can use this situation as an opportunity to really look at the things that you're invested in now and ask yourself, man, do I really want to be doing this? Do I want another three years, five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years to do this? And And let me speak to those two who are, you know, around that 40. 40 uh, year mark. There's a possibility. There's a possibility that you have more life behind you than you have in front of you. So as a result, you need to really think about how is it that you want to spend the rest of it? You know, especially again, if you've given so much to the world already, like everyone said, I should do this. I should always be this. I should do that. Or I'd be great at doing it. So I did it. And I did this and I did that and I did that and I did that. Now I have an opportunity to do what I wanted. And it may look funny. It may not look right. You know, um, but this is where my soul is calling and leading. And, and I really want to answer the call. Finally, this call that I've been ignoring. So, so many, so many people have the opportunity to do that and don't even know it. And. We have to start really looking at the things in our lives that are not uh, sure and solid that we can really build the rudiments of our foundations on. And uh, uh and um, that also goes to um, relationships. This is a season now. If people are iffy. If you have people in your life who. When you call them or you message them. They take four or five days to get back to you, you know, and guess I'm one of those people. I do that to a lot of people. So I, I, I would expect that after this, <laughs> that I'll be on people's strikeout list as well. Um, but you know, if you have people, but, but maybe not, cause I'm not iffy. People just know my, my message etiquette, etiquette is very poor, but I'm always like, I show up, you know. But anyway, I'm not sure this is not an advertisement for my own, you know, loyalty or friendship. But um people who you do question their loyalty, you know, or every time you're trying to accomplish something in life or if you have a, a, a um a rough spot that you're going through, if there are people in your world is like, man, I can't even tell this person about it. I can't even, you know, talk to this person or talk to that person because not only are they not mature enough to answer what it is that I'm going, but I don't even know if they even care. And I might feel a little silly putting it out. I don't want to say I'm going through this and go through a 15 minute explanation of everything that's, that's breaking down in my life. And then the person just says, wow, that's messed up, (laughs) you know? Um, or if I'm texting and they just like OMG or, you know, or just something where, you know, they're showing that they're really not trying to sympathetically connect with where I am, where it is that I'm going and and what I'm going through and where I'm going as a result. So you got people like that in your world. Now's the time to just get rid of them, get rid of them, tighten up the circle. And I know that's going to be a rough for you, a lot of you, but um, people who you, you know, sometimes communicate with, and it's always like a latent disrespect, or you're always kind of like tolerating them, <laughs> you know, as opposed to accepting them because maybe what they do is unacceptable. So you just tend to tolerate them a lot. Um, cut them. Just cut them short, man. Now is the time for you to create some delineating boundaries now between where it is that you're seeking to be in life 
and what you've currently and been historically invested in in life. And, you know, this 2020 gateway that we're going through, this balance of uh, being able to see ourselves clearly and see, you know, with that that first eye vision, which I spoke about with the number three, number three means to see, you know, what, what it transliterates to the letter C, you know, and um, to be able to see. And what are we seeing with? Right. And then we have, of course, the idea of 2020 and there's a gateway and there's a balancing and that. But also the four corresponds to like or we can correspond it to the four words of the four capitalistic worlds, you know, um, how we're processing different things to our physical, emotional, you know, um, spiritual bodies and, and things like that. So. We have an we have an opportunity now to kind of take a, a strong look and say, you know what? I ain't doing this anymore. I'm done. And no matter how humbly I need to begin, there's nothing wrong with that because we're in a place right now where the, the, the playing field is being leveled, you know, and if you don't want to be rich anymore, it's fine. If you say, you know what? Now I want to be wealthy. I don't want to be rich. And let me define wealth by my community standard. Now's a good time to do that. Um, if you decide, you know what? I don't like where I live. I've never liked where I live. I don't even like going outside where I live. You know, I don't even want to take a walk or take a jog around my own, my own neighborhood. I go all the way to the gym just to, just to run because I don't like where I live. Now is an opportunity to say, you know what? No more. If you have, like I said, individuals where every time you message them, I ask them a question. There's nothing going on upstairs or you could tell they really just don't care about what you're talking about or care about you. And you're pretty much only present for them. Anytime they reach out to you is to ask you for something, even if it's just a question because they're too lazy to do the research themselves or whatever it is. You know, obviously I'm, I'm throwing some of my own stuff in there, <laughs> but um, cut them, cut them short. Don't worry about it. This whole existence is a hologram. Anyway, you know, we are we are spirit wrapped in flesh. The veracity of what we truly are is spirit. You see, that's the actuality and the certainty of what we are. Don't be so attached to this this material uh, or to your material belongings like your body and things like that, where you're, you're, you're unwilling and unable to be without them, because through this whole experience and this whole crisis, that's like the first thing and the primary thing we've had to come to grips with. Some things I'm not going to be able to be with. Some things are, are going to be beyond me, are going to leave me, you know? So I would tell you right now, we're in a season, we're in a time where, you know, whether it's a business, whether it's a religion, hey, if you've been in a spiritual system and you've given it your everything, notice I said your everything, not that you've been pussyfooting around with it and then wondering why this doesn't happen or you're coming into it with the wrong, um, you know, objectives and the wrong targets. I want this and I want you to give me this and give me that, give me that. Um, but if you're in a system where it's iffy, leave it. Do, you know, I'll give you, you know, a lot of people talk to me a lot of times. They're in different elays and different experiences. And they always like, chief, the way you break down you know, indigenous sciences and Orisha and African religions. And that, like, I grow so much, you know, when I speak to my Baba, I speak to my Ia, like, I don't really get that. Well, and then in my back, I never say this, but in the back of my mind, I'm always like, why are you still there? I don't say it though, you know, because I don't ever want to put anyone in that awkward kind of situation or, um, seem like I'm trying to take people's students or godchildren. I never do that. But, um, I'll usually say something like, well, you know, we get different things from different people. And some people are, are great at establishing community and family. And some people are great at teaching. But it doesn't mean that they have both, um, you know, that, that it's not exclusive. Like, you know, so I might be a good teacher, but I may be horrible as a godfather. Right. So I'll just say that. I'll just throw myself under the, the bus a little bit just to kind of, <laughs> you know, smooth, you know, equalize things out a little bit. But um Now's the season to stop. If it's not work, stop it. If you, if you, if you don't trust the people that you're under, get under some other people. And again, this is for people who have given their all, not for those of you who 
you're in a system and somebody said something to you a way that you don't like or somebody gets on your case because you're not doing what you're supposed to do and you don't like how it makes you feel. So you want to get up out of there or because you haven't intellectually processed the value of that system or that Elay or that. That's not the same thing as what I'm saying right now. So um I would just say oh, that's interesting. So I would just say, you know, again, what you want to really do is kind of put yourself in a position now where you can lean back for a second, because this situation is obviously required all of us to lean back just for a moment and really look and say, okay, what is working? What is not working? What can I do? And what can I get rid of? You know, if I, if I've been studying certain spiritual systems or going to a certain religion, you know, religious institution all this time and it's not working, stop it. Because now that the judgment is here, you know, your intellect has to spring forth as a result of everything that's been poured into you. There's no more excuses. You know, if you if you live with your family and you don't and their loyalty is in question, if there's always like subtle disrespect or um, again, you can't open up to them, you can't talk to them, cut them, move away from them. And if that means you don't speak to them for a couple of years, you don't speak to them for a couple of years. It's not that big a deal. A lot of times we think we need things as we get older that we don't really need because we have a memory and a history. And our history is, is, is our greatest enemy because your history causes you to really invest and align and emulate the human identity and the human ego. And you forget that there's a spiritual ego and a spiritual identity that's being built at the same time. And there comes a time when you have to release and let go of the human ego and say, okay, now it's time for me to take the spiritual ego, right? So it's almost like a handoff. But a lot of times we want to bring, you know, we don't understand there's a middle point where you'll have some of this present and some of that present, but it's like the heart chakra. Once you get past it, you know, yeah, from here and here and here, it's still chief's head, you know, it's your head, but it's, it's, it's a whole different reality, right? So you don't, you know, you're, you're, you're relinquishing things with some, some residues will still be present. And a lot of times we're so afraid to do that because we've spent so much time exalting ourselves within our human ego that the idea of letting it go and relinquishing it is too, is too frightening. And that has to end. We're in a season and this experience is, is our, our time to, you see, it's just to let it go. If you, you're iffy, if it's, if loyalty is in bye. You see, bye. Uh, some of you have had that experience within the our new ministries. You know, you notice that I've, some of you who have like, well, chief, I'm, I'm trying, I don't know that. All right, well, you know, go over there and, and see how that works out for you. I'm quick to, to, to usher people out the door. So quick. It would shock you. Whether it's in my ministry or whether it's in my personal life, I had never asked anybody to stay or think about this or that. Bye. Because if you're that stupid <laughs> to leave, I don't want you around anyway. You know, if I know what I'm doing is of paramount important importance and we're waking people up and you might be listening to someone who in your time of need and your time of hurt can't do anything for you. And the fruits of their experience in their life don't even show any good sense. It doesn't even show that there's any any real intelligence. And based on what their life looks like, but you'll, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go study with this one and get in this year with it. Bye. All right, cool. All right. Good luck, man. I hope everything works out. And trust me, I, I lock doors behind people. I act like the doors. It's not a revolving door. You know, I spoke to someone not too long ago like that. And she was saying something kind of funny, you know, uh, funny, quizzical, not funny, you know, humorous. And, um, she said, well, you know, maybe we'll, we'll talk again. I said, oh, no, no, we're never going to talk again. And she said, what do you mean? I said, oh, this is, well, this is the last time we'll speak. We're never speaking again. She said, what do you mean? I mean, uh, I said, I don't really make time in my world to to keep going back and forth with people. Once I tell you something, I tell you what it is. If you buck back against that, that's it for me. This is not the season for five million chances. If you, if you still that sleep and you want to be that sleep and you're trying to squeeze the last drips of consciousness out of every single experience, where they don't exist, then you're a danger to me and my community. So just, we'll, we'll never talk again. That's that, you know, and it's okay. It's okay. 
<laughs> you know, so, uh, we're in a season now where this is the cutoff. You know, this, this is like the, 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 the last call at the bar. You know, it's the final call, you know, where it's, Hey, where do I want to be? What do I want to do? And let's not bend and twist on any of that. Let's make a move on what it's supposed to be. And that's that. Right. So again, that goes for your businesses, goes for your relationships. If you question anyone's loyalty or if you question if your if your vocation is leading you towards the the great path and the solemn and the, and the hallowed path back or, or returning to your creator, if you question if it's doing that or if it's hindering that, get rid of it because it's better to have nothing. <laughs> it's better to have nothing than to have something that's an obstacle. That's just the, that's just the plain truth of it. And everything's changing now and everything that we thought was um, great, great things to have and great items and articles to add to the journey of, and, and the luxury and the splendor of our lives. Those things are being taken away. People who are people who stole land right now don't even have access to those lands. They can't even go to the places that they stole. They got to stay in their houses, you know, so. A lot of the things that we've built up through this human ego and we've felt are um, of the utmost importance and we cannot do without. Now is the time for us to quietly, quietly slip away from them. We have to make no big declarations, man. Don't go on social media and I've decided quietly just start cutting, cutting them. Them old pictures that you had of people that you still look at, fellas, those old videos that you've had of women that. You know what you do with, you know, delete them. Make room for some new nasty, <laughs> for some new ones, you know, but make room for the next ones. You know, maybe they're different ones. Maybe there's something else that will drive you now, you know, but everyone now needs to give themselves an opportunity to start fresh and renew at the same thing that at the same time that the earth is renewing, you know, as, as the surface is renewing as a result. And there are people who are, you know, shedding away like Fred, the godson has transitioned now from this experience, you know, but as people are shedding away, now it's an opportunity for your new identity to rise above the deluge of pain and curses and plagues that are here, you know, so grasp on to that spiritual identity. That's where, you, because you remember it's the law of correspondence as above, so below, as you're building a human identity, you're building a, a spiritual identity. So now is truly the time we say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to explore this a little bit more because I'm boycotting and ignoring this other identity, you know, for the exaltation and the beauty and the glory of, or, or the, the, the gorgeousness, not so much beauty, but the gorgeousness of this lower identity. So it doesn't matter what it is. Don't be afraid to let it go. See, that's the beauty of a child. That's like, you, sometimes you hear me speak about baby Yahawashai. And how that child, sometimes I say baby Jesus to help some people out. Um, but it's quiet to the world. It's quiet because it's taking in. It doesn't have a response to everything. You know why? Because it doesn't have a history. And it's our history that gives us this sense of identity and response. You know, um, that's why you think about when you're engaged in your most precious work. When you're engaged in your most precious, precious work, you mess everything up. Everything. You know, I remember um, times being in the studio when I was younger and this is when I had to shop too um, and working on music with different artists and not opening up the shop to like 4 p.m. I'd be in the studio from the night before, maybe eight, nine o'clock at night, work all through the night in the studio and then work into the next day. Just no sense of time. Right. Then come outside like, whoa, you know, the, the, the sun hurting your eyes and everything. You realize, oh, man, I didn't, you know, and then everyone's calling you like, yo, I'm trying to get my cut. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, man, I, don't want, I want to do this. I don't want to do that because my heart isn't in that. I'm doing that for money. My heart is, is here. I would do this for free. You see, in fact, <laughs> a lot of I was doing for free, you know, um, but it was OK, you know, so. There's a time now where we look at those things. What would I do for free? What messes up the routine and the ritual and, 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 and the arrangement and formation of my current life? 
and that life that's based on fulfilling worldly obligations. What gets in the way? It may be walking in nature, maybe playing with your dog. It may be just joking around with children or, you know, things like that. And I'm not talking about the things that are destroying you, like social media. You know, I'm speaking about the things that, again, that are so precious to you that when you go into that zone and you go into that sphere, you're in the presence of the creator, you know, and you know, you're in the presence of the creator because time disappears. You lose track of time. You Space might even disappear. You could be sitting in a chair. You know, I, I remember when I used to write, I had a friend come over to, one day. He said something. It was so like, uh, it was kind of funny, but I was in a, I had this extra bedroom I used to use for writing. This is going back into the nineties. And, um, I was there writing and doing some work and, um, he came in, he came over my, my, my woman at the time, let him in. And, uh, he came in the door. He was like, yo, it's hot. Like there's no AC in here. Like it was burnt. And it was like one of them hundred degree days. You know, he was like, yo, and I'm just sitting there, you know, my underwear and like, you know, a tank top on just sweating and just writing, but not even thinking about it. And he was like, yo, come outside, man. You know, like, 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 like something was mentally wrong with me. He was like, you know, she told me you've been in this, in this room, like since like all day. You haven't even come out for anything. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm working. You know, like I'm, I'm flowing. <laughs> you know, I'm in the zone. So what happened, what happens in those moments is that I'm, I've now destroyed time and space. So I'm not thinking about how hot it is or, and I had all the windows closed too. You know, and he's like, yo, you don't have the windows open in here. You know what I mean? Like the windows are closed. It's hot and this and that. And, you know, um, I don't care about time. I don't care about space. So, you know, think about the relationships with the people that you have like that, who, when you're around them, that occurs. And the people who it's when you're around them, you're forcing exchange because the chemistry is not there. And and the true, honest spiritual exchange just isn't there. And I know this may be rough for some of you who may be in the grips of relationships. You know, and you might be asking yourself like, yeah, when I'm with my, my, um, person I'm having an affair with, like, it just goes by, the night goes by like that. Like, I have to get back home. But when I'm with my husband, ugh, you know, or when I'm with my wife, it's just, it's drudgery. Um, so now I'm not speaking about necessarily, well, maybe I am. I don't know. You know, um, I would never advocate anyone having an affair, but, or, or betraying the fidelity of a contract. But I, I would say that now is definitely the time to pay close attention to the relationships that you're having with people. And if they're bringing uh, you to a, a divine space or if they're taking you away from it. And again, this has nothing to do with feelings. All right. So that whole a lot of times, well, this I don't talk to this person. They don't make me feel good. And this person does make me feel good. A lot of times the people who are, who are making you feel good are the people who are dragging you down to the bottom of the ocean and they're on the way and, and you don't have the critical thinking to, to ask yourself, well, what does their life look like? You know, why, why are they now so much more important than a person who's not dragging me or whose person whose life looks a little better? And am I rebelling against that out of jealousy, maybe, you know, or frustration with myself? So this is a time now where you ask yourself those type of questions. And you really get to kind of see if um, you need to let some of this stuff go. All right. So I just wanted to share that. You know, as I speak about augmenting, taking this time to augment your life, it's a build and destroy reality. You know, um, as you're building things and stepping out into areas that maybe you want to also look at what's not worth. And some of the rhetoric that we've been kind of perpetuating, even around the, the conscious groups that we know doesn't work. You know, um, some of the things that we talk about as it, as it pertains to bureaucracy and, and, and legalities and you can do this and this and just do this and do that. Think about the things that people are selling. There's a good time for that too. A lot of times that think things that a lot of things that people are selling that they're marketing to you as being in life or death are garbage. I have a book coming out. And it should be, we're just kind of fine tuning it. It should be, it should be out in about another, maybe seven, eight days. 
It's going to be a digital book. And um, a lot of labor has gone into it that I've put into it. A lot of labor and a lot of love, <laughs> but a lot of labor. Um, it's not an extremely long book. You know, I like to give you stuff that's not too too much to read, but it's free. I'm giving the book for free. And the reason I'm giving away the book for free, it'll be on the Anu Life Global website. It'll be on my wife, my website, chiefuya.com and wherever else it's appropriate to put it. But um, it's a book you have to have. Plain and simple, it's a book you have to have. So I can't sell it. I can't sell you something that you have to have. You know, not like, not at, not at a perilous time. Some things I can, yeah, sure. If you, you know, if you needed shovels and you were a gold miner, I don't have a problem selling you a shovel. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Or you want to scuba dive, or scuba dive and, you know, yeah, I'll sell you the tanks and stuff like that. But we're at a time now for all these people who have all this great insight and information. If they truly care about the people, they should, they should just give it away. There are, you know, there are things that we, we, we still have to make a living. We got to feed ourselves. We got to feed our families. Obviously, of course. But there's a thing called tithes and there's a thing called offerings and your tithes go to the poor right now. A lot of people poor. So it's easy to tithe now. It's, it's so easy, you know, and tithe 10th tith. It means 10%, 10th, a 10th, a tithe doesn't go to the church. Tithes are not for the church. That's, that's a lie. That's just BS. <laughs> tithes go to the poor, right? So this work that I have coming out will, it's, it's a work that it's a part of a series where it teaches you how to be an Anu, how to get started, the do's and don'ts. How do we eat? How do we deal with money? How do we deal with family? How do we deal with, with, with uh, courtships? How do we deal with naming names? You know, do we have special names? What is an Anu? Da, da, da. That's what it is. Cause there's so many people who come to me regularly and say, chief, I have no direction. Where do I start? Where do I begin? And of course we bring them into the ministry, but you know, the ministry call and that, 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 uh, intake is once per year. Now I slimmed it down to once per year and we just kind of, we just finalized, um, literally, literally today, we just finalized the people who we're going to bring into this next cohort, but they were, it was red, red marker, uh, 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 you know, for various reasons, right? So this work will be open to everyone, right? Because everyone needs it, whether you have the ears to hear it and, and obey it or not, right? If you don't, then that's on you. But um, we're in a time now, like, again, like I said, you got to look at what's working. And this is not a time, I have to be honest, for a whole lot of philosophy. It's not. As much as I love the abstract and I love the esoteric, I love dealing with metacognition and metaphysics. There's a time where you just have to say, listen, put this on, take that off. <laughs> you know, there's a time when we need that, especially. Um, and sometimes when we're making these decisions about who to keep in our life or what businesses to keep or what activities to keep, we're not in our best state. And that's a, that's a huge problem. You know, uh, we're not in our best state. So we're making decisions without our, 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 our all of our minds and coalition with other, with one another, you know? So that's, that's why you read some holy books and it talks about before you pray, go forgive your brother. Right. So it's, it's cleanse your heart of any heaviness of anything that would lock you into your human emotions or your lower chakras. Do that before you commune with your source or, or with your originator of your being. All right. So I just wanted to share that, you know, um, and again, like I said, that work would be out pretty soon and there's no upsell. It's not free for a limited time, you know, or, uh, I don't know the other things I would say free with your purchase of it's, it's just free. It's just free. And it's for, it's for those of you who want to become Anu. But though, and I, and I'll share some more information on it later. It's not just another, oh, this is deep. Let me click. It's not one of those. And if you want to do that and be that, go ahead, be my guest. Go ahead and continue to mess yourself up. But at some point, you got to realize that that constant hoarding of information, it creates more problems because once you know, you're now judged by a different standard. So like it says, be not just hearers of the word, but do it like you got to do it. Faith without works is dead. You got to put the work in. So 
Um, my goal is to empower you to put the work in. And for some of us, we have to make some cuts first. And some of those cuts are even in our religions. You know what? I've been this. I grew up this all this time. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's never worked, you know, or, or I've been feeling this, or maybe I initiated into Ifa and it's not working for me. You know, something has changed and maybe I don't have an instructor that can guide me into that, 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 that change. Maybe I don't have an, a, a, a Jegna who's saying, yeah, we're dealing with Ifa, but this is where it's growing and morphing into based on what's going on. Nothing stays the same. Everything changes. You know what I mean? And some people are stuck in, in very, uh, classical and antique ways of peering at things and doing things. And sometimes it's because them not changing or taking out the time to learn to change or trying to tune into it doesn't do anything for them. It's only for your benefit and they don't care enough about you to, to find out. It's like sometimes when you're young and you're single and you talk to older people, about, I want a maid, I want to be with someone. And they're like, you know what? You just need to wait. God has sent you someone. You just need to wait. Meanwhile, you're going home to your spot. You're going to go home and lay in the bed with something warm. You see why you tell me to wait for 15 years, as opposed to saying, well, let me, we got a family reunion coming up. Let me look at some of my nephews and my cousins or my nieces. And, you know, and, and maybe I can find you somebody because I know what it's like to be lonely and nobody wants to be lonely. But sometimes you have these elders who don't care. Honestly, they just don't care because I got mine. <laughs> I got mine. You know, you can get yours. Oh, well, you know, and what I realized in this a different time. Yeah. Back in the 60s and the 70s, it was easy to get yours. Life was simpler. It was easier to get yours than it is in 2020. It's much harder now when you have all of these different distractions and people are receiving um Attention of demise, you know, unhealthy attention from so many different places that it's, it's, it's not just about, well, go up and introduce yourself when you go on social media and somebody's got, you know, their inbox is full of 50 people or this and that. And they got 60 people introducing themselves to them, to them every day. These are walls that are put between our ability to adjoin ourselves and link ourselves with one another. So things have changed. So we have to be able to adapt our mission and our purpose in order to still fulfill our vision in the midst of that, of that change. Right. So again, like I said, part of what you're going to need right now in order to come with us to the next place is you're going to have to let some things go. You're going to have to let some people go. And like I said, if their loyalty is in question, let them go. If it's not bringing you closer to your divinity, let it go. All right. Just let it go. Just beat it. Get lost. Don't even think about it twice because let your mission, your personal mission, your familial mission, your community mission, your clan's mission, your nation's mission. Let that be reflective of the purpose that's been implanted in all of us to rise back up. And if what you're doing and what you've branded yourself with, meaning what you do the most of, it's not taking you to that place. Let now is now is the time right now because, hey, I let some things go, man. And I've been having so many people contact me like, yo, you did that just in time. How'd you know that was happening? How do you, yo, did da, 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 da. some of the moves I made in the market, the stock market, right on time, right? Um, willing to let go, sensitive to the signs of the time, but it's not over. There's going to be other things you're going to have to let go. For some, it's, it's food addiction. For some, it's people addiction. For some, it's sex addiction. It's porn addictions. You know, it's, it's all kind of different things that you're going to have to learn to. I can't have that anymore. It's taking me away. And that's literally going to kill me. Literally. If I keep communicating with this person, if I keep giving my allegiance to this God, this God, if I keep giving my allegiance to this God or this person or this vocation is literally going to kill me. We're in a rugged time right now. We're in a rugged time. And that's what's going on. All right. So this is Chief Yuya. And again, those of you who have signed up for the ministry and applied, whether, you know, you didn't make it in for this run, 
or you're going to make it in or you did, you'll, you'll get a notification. And I want to thank all of you who uh, reached out, especially those of you who reached out and expressed how you wanted to add on to the work, not just what you wanted to receive, but how you wanted to add on um, men and women alike. And for those of you who've been steadfast and, you know, not succumb to the nonsense, because when you're putting something together that's of great value, there's always gremlins <laughs> close by. There's always going to be nonsense. And, you know, for someone like me, a Jegna, I'm looking to see how people respond to the nonsense. Where do your loyalties lie? Where do your convictions lie? And for those who, who I'm iffy about, who are lukewarm, bye. Go over there. Go over there. This is not the time for it because you're going to get you're going to get people hurt. Right. All right. So that has been our segment. Thank you so much. Uh, this is Chief Yuya. And um, I'm going to say stay safe or anything because we're not in a safe time. Just be wise. Be prudent. Keep studying. This is your time to expand this. Expand your mind. Um, establish that kingdom. And don't be afraid to give people that old human identity they knew you as and say, hey, y'all take that. Take it, take it. I'm going to be over here and it could be quiet. Y'all still want to celebrate that? You can celebrate that for as long as you want. We're still celebrating Michael Jackson and Tupac and, and Bob Marley and Marcus Garvey and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and Elijah Muhammad. You know, the list goes on and on. We're going to celebrate Dr. Africa for another forever. Fred the Godson, Dr. CB. We're going to, we're going to, Take all that. But do you really think those individuals where they are now, the realm where they are now, that they're still that? So they quietly say, here, y'all take that. Go ahead. It's yours. You can have it. I don't need it where I'm going. So this human identity and personality and character that you formed, ask yourself what parts of it you need and look around your circle. <laughs> Who do I need? What do I need? Because now is the time for the cuts. All right. Everyone be well, be peaceful and be wise. Chief you out. Peace.